Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Janie Metzger. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. It's great to finally meet you in person. I know we've done a couple of virtual interviews before, but yeah. this is great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, nice to meet you as well and your team. Yes. I would like to start off by introducing yourself and saying what you do. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Janie Metzger. I'm the clinical coordinator at St. Luke's uh, Coombs Center for Advanced Breast Cancer in Kansas City. And um, so I navigate patients um, involved in all aspects of care. I also organize and coordinate our um, metastatic breast cancer retreats that we do annually. I have, uh, we do one for couples and then we do one for singles with a support person. So that's a, a big passion of mine actually. And so that's great. So you uh, presented a poster here uh, titled Updates on the Management of Hyperglycemia and Rash Associated with PI3K Inhibitors. So yes. going back to a bit of background, uh, what makes these two adverse events so challenging to manage? Well, I think the thing that makes them challenging is that they are prevalent and they're, they, they can be difficult to manage and I guess ultimately for the patient, difficult to live with. Mm -hmm. um, they can also be, you know, um, somewhat dangerous, but we also need to, um, you know, manage those, those, you know, the side effects to... Um, help the patient to stay on treatment. I think the mm -hmm. most important part of it is is that the management of these side effects, and they are manageable. I think the thing that's real key with Alpelacib and what we presented today was that they are manageable and they are treatable side effects and they're reversible. And, um, you know, to keep patients on treatment is really the goal. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, you know, a patient doesn't have to stop treatment just because they're having these adverse events, the side effects are causing them to stop treatment. Right. So what were the updates that you found and how these are managed? Well, some of the updates included some of the escalation of, um, you know, the, the um, antihistamines that are used for treating rash. Mm -hmm. And then also um, in the hyperglycemia aspect of it, uh, there's some really new data that's out uh, from the phase two of the Metallica trial that um, is showing that um, really prophylactic metformin use in especially those patients that are kind of in that what we would consider maybe pre-diabetic where their hemoglobin A1C is between 5.7 and 6.4. Maybe they have one or more of the risk factors of being 70 or older, um, obesity. Um, so all, you know, some of those types of things that are the risk factors uh, for hyperglycemia that, um, you know, metformin can really be uh, a prophylactic use mm -hmm. of that can be very important. Great. Um, so for nurses um, who aren't in attendance this year, is there any like important info about this that they could take home and start to use in their practices? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the take home to me is um, with this as, you know, these novel therapies that have been developed for metastatic breast cancer that we've seen come out in the last, you know, uh, you know seven to eight years and so forth, um, is that, first of all, especially Apelacib and, well, others as well, um, is patient education. I mean, really for nurses to be involved in patient education, giving the patients the information they need, what to expect, when to expect it, uh, when they need to call and report those side effects, I think is very important. So that's the first thing is patient education. And I think the second thing is prevention and the prophylactic treatment. So that when uh, our, our poster today was on hyperglycemia and rash, and one of the things is to start that non-sedating antihistamine for, to prevent rash in all patients. Mm -hmm. And then, like I've said, some of the things to be preventative 
with hyperglycemia, really in all patients, suggesting and getting them um, to understand or start a low, um, you know, carbohydrate diet, even it may be a ketogenic diet if they go so far. Um, and so that prophylactic, you know, and then the prevent, you know, really try to be preventative and then intervene much sooner. And maybe the third thing would be for nurses to understand you know, how to assess when the patient calls over the phone, because a lot of time this is going to be a phone call from the patient about what their blood sugar was that morning um, or their, you know, um, the rash <clears throat> the rash that came up overnight. For them to understand um, how to evaluate that and what's important in getting, you know, the information to get from the patient and then using that grading scale, of, as we all know, grade one, two, three, four, to really get an accurate, you know, assessment to talk with their providers to uh, get those interventions in a timely fashion. Awesome. Great. So how are you enjoying your time at ONS Congress this oh, year? Oh, it's great. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of energy here. Had a lot of fun with some friends and seeing them uh, uh, catching up with other nurses and uh, 3,000 nurses. What can go wrong, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was great meeting you and thanks so much for stopping by today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.